Listening to the Coffee Hour, I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin, for supporting the Coffee Hour. You can find out more about them at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. The pandemic has impacted us all in various ways. And what does that mean um, for us in terms of how we care for each other? One of the ways we've been doing that is by social distancing and making sure that we're looking out for our neighbor by being responsible and uh, making sure that we're doing what we can to reduce the spread of the virus. What does that mean and how do we talk about that with our friends and family members with intellectual and developmental disabilities? Joining us today is Deaconess Kim Trombley. She's Vice President for Religious Life for Bethesda Lutheran Communities. Kim, thanks for being our guest on the Coffee Hour. Thanks for having me, Andy and Sarah. Always a pleasure to talk with you, Kim. Always love hearing from our friends at Bethesda. What are some of the stories that you have to share with us um, from Bethesda these days of uh, the, the stories of how our friends, uh, our Bethesda friends are impacted by the pandemic and what are the, the ways that they're also making a difference for each other? Yes. So uh, here at Bethesda, we have been providing support to people with intellectual and developmental disabilities for the last 116 years. And part of providing services now by staying safe at home is making sure that we are all active and healthy in body, mind, and soul. And so some positive stories that I have seen come out of our COVID-19 response is really the church's response to adapting and communicating with the people we support in ways that they can understand and also be able to see friends who they can't see face-to-face during this time. So one church out in Southern California, um, the pastor hosted a devotion and Bible study for um, 11 of our group homes at once, and he offered prayers and sang with the people supported, and it was nice for both the pastor, um, but also the people we support and staff to see friendly faces and to communicate and encourage one one another. Um, Also, uh, it's been exciting to see how our auxiliary has been helping to support activities in the homes by making sure everyone has um, the resources they need in order to um, keep busy Uh, during this time, but also to remain faithful. So we've also been very fortunate to get our devotion books out into our homes and also providing other resources as well. How has technology been a benefit during this time? You mentioned a pastor doing a devotion for several homes at at once. That wouldn't wouldn't have been something that that maybe have been done uh, prior to this pandemic, but how has technology been uh, useful for Bethesda during this time? Definitely. Um, Technology has been such a blessing. And so each of our homes has the capability to do Zoom calls, FaceTime calls, and... um, also to email and make phone calls to people that um, the people we support love. Um, But also what's been very exciting is to see by using Zoom and other 
um, visual technology is for people to see the face of someone they love. Um, it can be discouraging um, to be at home but not be able to see the people that may be far away from us. And so seeing Zoom um, in action has been very helpful. And also for our churches who are using Zoom and other types of platforms that are similar, it's been wonderful um, to see the devotions, the Bible studies, and also um, live prayer times with the people we support and our staff. That's been a wonderful blessing. Absolutely. During this time, it can be confusing uh, talking about what's actually happening and what is going on around us. What are some ways uh, for explaining the, this pandemic, this coronavirus, in, in, in plain language, in simple language that, that can be understood by anybody? Yes. So we use something called a social story at Bethesda, and many providers and um, folks in the industry use social stories. And what they are is really words and pictures that are simplified that can help with comprehension. So I think um, what's very good about social stories is that they're helpful for everyone in order to say, you know, this virus um, transmits this way, and so we need to do this. And so there are pictures, there are explanations. And um, instead of just talking about it once and putting it away, it's also talking about it more than once and say, you know, um, if someone is upset that they might not be able to go on an outing they wanted to go to because we need to continue social distancing and staying safe at home, we can revisit that communication with the words and the pictures of saying, remember when we talked about this yesterday, and this is the reason why we're doing this so that we can stay safe at home and we can make sure that we don't get the virus um, and that we are respecting others as well. So um, that's one way. And just having the information so that we can decrease any anxieties and also so that everyone's on the same page. That this is why we're all doing this together and it's because we care about each other and this is how we're going to show care and love to each other by all agreeing to do this. And so that means that we might not be able to go on the outing, but what is something else that we can do instead that could be fun and helpful? It's not a replacement for going on that outing or um, going to that location, but how can we make sure that we're staying positive and engaged during this time too? So clear, plain language about um, the mm -hmm. how and the why seems to be really key here. Definitely. How do we make the most of this extra time or more than usual time at home? Yeah. I would imagine, you know, as you pointed out, many of the those that we care for um, with uh, intellectual and developmental disabilities may have a regular routine or places they like to visit, friends they like to visit, um, or, or jobs, things that, that they're not able to go out to. Uh, how do we make the most of this extra time at home that perhaps is unusual for us? Yes. Yeah, so we've had a few ways that we've been um, coping with that here at Bethesda. And one is that we have activities that are led by my colleague, Chris Leonard, um, in operations. And these activities are really quite fun. So I mentioned body, mind, and soul um, is really part of, of what we do here at Bethesda. And so exercise classes, um, also, 
um, doing trivia and um, good news of the day. Uh, we've also had a dance party um, that was across the nation, which was pretty cool, um, that Chris led, and it was by Zoom. And everyone danced together and, and still stayed safe at home. Uh, we also have daily devotions that are going out every day by email. And there's a video by my team, um, a group devotion, and then also some music uh, with each devotion so that we can stay um, constant and faithful in this time as well. And it also is um, a great reminder for us to really live in uh, forgiveness with each other, um, especially when we're staying safe at home. Uh, we might get a lot of time with the people who are in our home. And so how do we communicate well? How do we um, apologize if we do something um, that may offend someone that we're living with? And then how do we reconcile and forgive each other and then move forward in Christian love? Um, how do we do life together right now when we are staying safe at home? So um, those are some of the ways. And we also offer a live prayer time uh, that I host every Thursday in the organization where we join together um, with people we support and staff. We have a short devotion, and then we offer up um, prayers alongside each other. What are some emotional support resources that uh, Bethesda has during this time of social distancing? Definitely. So you can check out our activity site um, on our website, and we have um, different articles, but also different activities that can help. How do you help um, encourage each other? How do we help make sure that in the midst of everything going on, that we are still focused and we are consistent in what we're um, working on together? Um, that's very important. Also, the virtual resources that we have, making sure that Zoom and FaceTime are available to everyone so that we can still remain connected. Even though we might be physically separated, we can still be socially connected with each other. What about spiritual support for individuals? You mentioned a lot of those things already that you're doing. What about resources that, that families can use or individuals or caregivers can use in their homes that might be available from Bethesda? Definitely. So we have activities and we also have devotions on our website. Um, but we are also running a promotion with Concordia Publishing House um, for the first unit of our Building on the Rock curriculum to be free. Um, so if you go to cph.org and you go to our curriculum of Building on the Rock and you go to add uh, Unit 1, which is all about the Bible, and there are activities and lesson plans and also directions for the person who's leading those Bible studies and devotions, Put in the promo code BUILD, B-U-I-L-D, and uh, you can receive that unit for free. And those are some great resources to use while we're staying safe at home. We also have other resources on our website as well. Outstanding. And what's the, the website? We'll share the link in the, the program notes mm -hmm. today as well. For folks who want to go check it out right now, what's the, the website? Perfect. Yes, www.bethesdalc.org. 
BethesdaLC.org is the website. You can find lots of great resources there, including uh, uh, tips uh, for uh, for um, speaking about COVID-19 employed language, as well as spiritual support for individuals, families, caregivers. Great stuff. Kim, always a pleasure to talk with you. Thanks for being our guest on the Coffee Hour and the, and the great helps that you provided for us today. Thanks so much, and many blessings to both of you today as well. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. <laughs>